And then each day I'd wake up, I would look at the name and I would reflect on the experiences that we had together and I would write the note and then I would snail mail to them and um, they would receive it three to five days later. But the, the process of just writing that note was so much for me to live through that experience and to recall all the positive things that I'd gone through with that other person that it was it was almost selfish in a way that I got to experience all that joy. And it was, it was, it was an unbelievable process for me. And then when I got the notes three to five days later from the people that, um, that received it, um, to, to see that their response to it, that was an, another awesome experience that I got to, to feel. So even though I was given thanks, I was like, man, I'm, I'm experiencing so much of this, um, in my own personal way. Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George and Benta. Hi, Gratitude Seeker. Welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today with us, we have Matt Javit from Passport Joy. Doesn't that sound quite amazing? His motto is experiences over things. And I totally agree with this. He said that I've always lived with gratitude and thankfulness being at the center of my life. And he left a successful career behind to travel the world full time. This is amazing, right? And he says that none of this would be possible without a strong belief system and gratitude. And we will go into more details and explore how he did it and how he's able to to live with so much joy and gratitude. Matt, welcome to the Gratitude Podcast. Thank you so much. I'm I'm excited to be here. Awesome. So uh, let us know more about you, like... uh, what did I miss? Uh, what What could you tell us about your story that would be interesting for our listeners? Yeah, thanks. I um, I think I have a, a unique background and diverse story, um, and I'll give you the high the, the high level of it. Um, grew up in the United States. I was in a military family. Uh, my father was in the Navy, and um, what that means typically is you travel a lot. Um, usually, you spend about two or three years in each location. And so you get a chance to kind of move around um, different parts of sometimes the United States and sometimes the world. In my case, we just moved around the East Coast and Midwest a bunch um, as as I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And that took me to um, many schools. Um, It ended up taking me to three different high schools as well. Um, But at the center of, of my, I guess, my youth was sports. Um, I was, um, I'm a, I'm a big guy. I'm, I'm six, six, uh, about 220 pounds. And, and growing up, I was a, uh, a very good um, basketball player. I played a lot of sports, played baseball and football as well, but basketball was always at the center. So that, um, I, I say this because it, as we moved a lot, um, it wasn't that difficult, um, as I would go to different, um, grade schools and middle schools to, to make new friends and to adjust quickly because um, athletes are taken into the fold rather quickly um, mm-hmm. when it comes to popularity among kids and, and things like that. So um, I was I was blessed with this unique ability to adjust quickly um, to my circumstances and to make friends uh, quickly as well. 
Um, so it wasn't that challenging for me to go to three different high schools um, in two different states and and kind of jump around a little bit and and um, make these adjustments. Um, basketball did help me in many ways. It gave me a foundation of discipline and and preparation and um, the way that. Uh, uh, just, just how to tackle life and overcome challenges. And I was blessed with a, with a, a very kind of military disciplined family at home as well. Um, and I, I grew up in a house of faith, um, which helped as well. I'm going to church every Sunday and things like that. So, um, growing up, I, I just, I, uh, I had these, um, uh, I guess I had a way to um, overcome things that people might see as challenges, but I saw them as, as unique opportunities and ways to kind of um, kind of uh, seek uh, diversity in my life and, and make friendships and, and what have you. So um, basketball um, ended up being a, a way that I got a scholarship in colleges. Um, I say colleges because I ended up going to a few different colleges in my mm-hmm. unique journey there as well, but graduated on time from the university of Greensboro um, university of North Carolina at Greensboro um, playing basketball. And I was, a, a an academic, um, all American on the East region. Um, education was also very important to me um, through this path. And then I went back and coached basketball for a couple of years. Um, while I got my MBA in Texas in Tyler, Texas. So, um, and again, I went to five colleges in this, in this time. So, um, three high school, five colleges. It, uh, so it took me to a chance to meet a lot of different people and, um, but I always enjoyed it. I always saw it as, as a, a positive thing and not a negative thing. Um, and then after I got my uh, MBA, I got out of the coaching world and started a small business with my brother. And at the time I was bartending at night and doing my business during the day. I did that for about three years until my, um, my wife walked into the door of the bar and I fell in love, my now wife, uh, I fell in love quickly. And Mm -hmm. within eight months I asked her to marry me. Um, and then that took me out of the bar business because it's, it's difficult to, to, um, to balance a, a life in the, that industry, I think. Um, and also uh, have a, have a good marriage. So I got out of that, um, rather quickly and then, um, got into the um, finance world in the mortgage industry. So um, I then um, I did that for about four years, which took me out to um, it was prosperous and it was good and, and it was it was the right timing um, to, to be in the mortgage industry before the recession. And then once the recession hit, um, everything changed rather quickly, and then that took me out of um, the mortgage industry into technology, where I was lucky enough. Um, the, the employer that was going to hire me, uh, they believed in my ability to sell. And then, they, um, cause I had no technology background whatsoever. And I got into that industry, had a, an amazing, um, nine year run, um, that first couple of years were extremely brutal for anybody that's been in sales. Um, they know that the first couple of years can be extremely difficult, but then once I, once I got my, um, flow in that industry, um, it became, uh, something that I was extremely passionate about and I love because it had me, it gave me a chance to meet a lot of different people and understand a lot of different things within technology industry and, um, within sales, it can be, uh, there's really no ceiling uh, financially how much money you can make. So I enjoyed that part as well. So I did that for nine years and then, um, had a successful run of five different international awards that I won that took me on these incentive trips around the world, which introduced me to international travel. I had never traveled um, internationally 
in my in my youth or in my in my twenties. Um, the the travel I got, what my travel exposure that I had was basically in the United States, and then um, playing college basketball. We got to go on a lot of great trips, um, but I never had a chance to really go um, overseas. I had been to the Bahamas once, and I've been to Mexico a couple of times, but I've never been overseas. And one of these trips that I won was to Istanbul, Turkey. And that was my first true exposure to um, the international flavor and what it's like um, outside of America. And my my eyes were open, and I was um, I was in awe of what, what was, off, was, was to offer. And so over the next um, four years, I had a chance to go on different trips to um, India, um, Thailand, um, South Africa. We also went to Panama, Rio de Janeiro, Buenos Aires. I was I was bitten by the travel bug hard, and it was more about the things that we were exposed to as we did this, as we made these trips, my wife and I, and we, the things we had to see. And every time we flew home, I was like, "Oh my God, where's next? Where can we go to next?" And so we would we would both work hard, work our fifty, sixty hour weeks, and then and we'd save up time to to go on these amazing trips. And over that, over that time period, we kept dreaming of what if we could just take time off? What if we could just, instead of just doing two weeks, what if we could take time off and do uh, months uh, at a time or, or maybe in, in years at a time? So um, in February of, of 2017, uh, it, was, it, was about, it was really the, in the year of 2016, we made, set out these plans. And on February of 2017, um, we, we um, packed a one backpack of each and we set out on our journey that's going to end up being a little over two years on the road uh, around the world um, and uh, traveling and, and, and making friends and making experiences along the way. Wow, wonderful. And by the way, where are you now? I'm in, uh, it's, it's Jena. It's spelled J-E-N-A, um, Germany. Wow, wonderful. And I, I believe last week you were in Amsterdam? Yes. So the, the week... Um, yeah, last weekend we were in Amsterdam, and, and before that we were in Munich, and uh, we had just come prior to that from Hong Kong. Wow, wonderful. And how, how did these experiences, like seeing different cultures, different kinds of people, how, how did this relate to, to gratitude, like to how you appreciate life? Yeah, so um, I guess... Uh, Prior to us leaving, um, those trips that that opened me up and, and helped me understand that there was this bigger world outside uh, of the U.S. Um, obviously, when you when you see different parts of the world uh, um, and you see kind of the um, the lack of abundance um, that there might be in particular parts of the world, you come back with just a, a sense of, of thankfulness of. Um, all that we're exposed to in the United States um, and the idea that. Uh, Life is, is, is pretty crazy when you think about how lucky you get just by being born where you're born. And, um, and just that sense of um, thankfulness of, uh, of growing up um, with such securities um, that other countries might not have. So I was uh, exposed to that level of gratitude, but also the, the relationships that you would, that you would um, get while traveling that we would carry on, um, I say we, my wife and I, would carry on for the rest of our lives in, in a lot of cases, that we would meet um, a random couple in, in the San Blas Islands of Panama that would turn into, um, especially now where you have the, the, the social networks that you have, that you can continue on these relationships forever. 
Mm-hmm. So just that sense of um, just to be an open to the goodness of the world. We hear so much in the, in the news and the negativity out there of, of the world is so bad and, and all these things. But the reality is, is the world is, is as safe as it's ever been. Um, if, if you've, if anybody's ever read the Bible or if you've looked at the history, um, in the last, um, three, 400 years, the, the world can be an extremely violent place in today's world, though the media wants this, wants to tell us how crazy it is. It's more, it's safer now than it's ever been. And so it's, it's, it's taken those little bits of pieces and, and getting that exposure and seeing new things that you walk away with a sense of gratitude, like not only am I lucky to be born where I was, and now I get that I have the opportunities to, to see other things in the, in the world, but I'm also lucky that I'm in this time that, um, this time of change where things are as good as they are, not only, um, from a technology standpoint, but, um, from a knowledge standpoint and that people are, um, people are, are, are nicer to each other now than they probably ever been, even though that some um, media outlets want to tell us different. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I was actually uh, watching a TED, uh, TED ad. It, it's a, an educational animation. Uh, I really love the, those. And um, it's, it said something about the, uh, the Great Wall of China, the fact that... Uh, a few hundred years ago, it was built to to make sure that no one got into China and it was for defense purposes. And now it's one of the reasons why many people from all around the world go there to visit. And it's such a beautiful perspective, like how, how much the world has changed uh, in just a few hundred years. And... Uh, how we changed as as relationships between different qu- countries and, and the fact that we, regardless of our uh, place in the world, we can go anywhere actually and pretty easily, and I think it's it's quite amazing. Absolutely, and, it, and the the fact that my wife and I um, at, at a high level on our journey, we we started in South America spent three and a half months there. Then we spent four months in um, Southern Europe from Portugal over to um, Greece and um, Albania. And then we went down to spent two months in India, spent a month in Vietnam, three months in South Africa. I mean, just the, the, the idea that we've had a chance to do this in only 14 months to see all these different places and get the exposure we have and meet the people that we have. It's just unbelievable that we are in these times that we can actually do that now. And, and all along the way, not only communicate with our families, but communicate with others to let them know about the positivity that's going on in these places. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Um, To kind of share that story to help hopefully get other people to do the same. It's just, we're living in such unbelievable times. And um, the, I guess the, the, the gratefulness I have is that we are at this time. And not only that is it because um, it's, it go, kind of goes back to our story that 
that my wife and I could kind of take this risk. Um, we were both at the peaks of our careers. We both loved our lives. We loved being around our families and, and doing all these things. But we had this, um, we had this passion for travel. We had this, this, this need to see what's out there in the world. So we took this risk of leaving our jobs. But to, to be able to, to have the confidence that we do to know that, okay, once we do get off the road and we burn through our savings and we take this big risk on what we're doing, then we can, we can actually go back and get jobs. Um, there was, there's times in the world where, I mean, I mean, even today still that people, the thought of not being able to, to have continuous work or to take this risk, it just, it's just not there. But we have endless opportunities, whether it's online or um, back in the States, that we can, do, um, we can bring value to the market and, and get jobs that we were willing to take this risk. This is amazing. And I, I hope that it's inspiring for uh, a lot of our listeners. And for instance, just as a perspective um, from, from my point of view, so I'm in Romania and uh, most probably almost everywhere in the world where you would be, general salaries are much better. Like, For instance, when foreigners come to Romania, they, they see things as being so cheap uh, because their buying power is much bigger. And there are, um, there are many countries in this world where your, your income can do miracles, like you can do a lot of things with uh, the money that you have. And it doesn't have to be quite a lot to see the world or to see parts of the world that are just incredible and even here in Romania we have amazing places and it's really not that uh, expensive to visit you know absolutely and it's and with and with um platforms out there like Upwork and um different platforms where you can essentially work anywhere in the world and you absolutely um can earn income no matter where you are in the world as long as you have an internet connection yeah exactly and I think there are so few places in the world where you don't have an internet connection. Like it's everywhere now and it's, it's much cheaper than it was. Like in, I think 10 years ago or so, uh, when I went uh, abroad, it was like really hard to get a good connection. It was really hard to, um, to make this happen or you had to pay quite a lot just for a few, Uh, megabytes of internet and now it's like really easy to to feel at home wherever you are when it comes to the internet and i think this is quite amazing but i wanted to ask you matt what is gratitude for you what does it mean for you personally um gratitude is has been the basis of I, I was blessed enough to be brought up in a household where we said, thank you often. And we said, um, I appreciate that very often. And I think that, um, gratitude is something that it is practice. It doesn't come easy. I've been around enough people in the world that, um, it's not something that, um, I, I don't think it's something you're born with. I think it's something you have to practice at and you have to really, um, be in tune to and, and have a, and, and think about it on a regular basis. And if you, if you're not grateful for the gifts that you were given, those gifts may stop coming. And it's, um, I always, I like to think of it as if, if your grandmother buys you presents for, for different things or takes you out 
out and, and, and gets you gifts. And you're not saying thankful. You're not saying thank you to your grandmother. At some point, she's going to give those gifts to another grandchild. So whether, whatever your faith base is um, in the world, if you're not giving thanks for all the gifts that you're given, then those gifts might stop coming. And that's, that's my thought is, is it, it, you got you got to pause and reflect on a daily and weekly basis and, and be grateful for everything you're given to given everything you're given in this world, because, um, there's always somebody that has less. There's always going to be somebody that has more, but your, your own life is so unique that, um, we should be grateful on a regular basis. So it's, it's been a foundation for me, uh, in my upbringing. And it's, it's probably multiplied because I just, the older you get, the more you understand how lucky you really are or, or how lucky I am in this world to, to have all the things that I've been given. So it's, it's definitely a foundation foundational principle for me and something I've, I've practiced, um, time and time again. I, I love the idea of, um, the fact that what what you just said about the fact that we we are learning gratitude and it's something that um, we can learn even if we don't know how to do it now, and um, also the fact like like you gave the example with uh, the grandchild, it makes so much sense. Like when some when you do something for someone and that person appreciates it and actually lets you know that they appreciate it it makes you want to do more for that person. It, it, like, it makes you think, okay, how, how can I uh, give other gifts to, the, to this person? Because you feel that what you are giving uh, is appreciated and it's the right place to give of your time, of your money, of your, I don't know. And this is quite important. And um, when we look from our perspective, like, when it comes to giving and we see that what we give is appreciated and we see that the other person and that we want to give more to the other person, we can think from the other perspective as well. Like the fact that as long as we are grateful, we appreciate and we let the other person know that we appreciate that actually lets us in on more abundance, on more gifts, on more beautiful things. And I love your, uh, your idea uh, with uh, the grandchild and uh, the grandma it's Absolutely. it's really visual like that yeah and, and what's 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 um through through giving thanks you can receive so much um for yourself i'll give you an example a, a, a few years ago i did a practice during the lenten um, I, I grew up, um, I'm, I'm Roman Catholic um, by faith. And mm-hmm. during the Lenten season, I decided a few years ago, I, I heard it from somebody else, but I, I put it in pr- into practice. Every day during Lent, I sent a, um, a snail mail, a letter to uh, friends and family, coworkers of mine, a different person every day, um, giving thanks to that person and why they're so important in my life and um, the things that we had shared. And I, I took the time each day I, prior to the Lenten, to, to the Lenten season, I, I wrote out the list of all the people that I would do it. And it's, it's a little longer than 40 days. I think it's, I think it's 43 or 44 days, but I wrote out the list of, of the people. And then each day I'd wake up, I would look at the name and I would reflect on the experiences that we had together and I would write the note and then I would snail mail it to them and um, they would receive it three to five days later. But the, the process of just writing that note was so much for me 
to live through that experience and to recall all the positive things that I'd gone through with that other person, that it was, it was almost selfish in a way that I got to experience all that joy. And it was, it was, it was an unbelievable process for me. And then when I got the notes three to five days later from the people that, um, that received it, um, to, to see that their response to it, that was an, another awesome experience that I got to, to feel. So even though I was given thanks, I was like, man, I'm, I'm experiencing so much of this um, in my own personal way, if that makes sense. So it's, it's like mm-hmm. just by giving thanks, you're, you're helping your life in a, in a more positive way. And I, I tell you, that, that Lenten season, I can remember it clearly. It was, it was amazing because every day, if you wake up every day with a sense of gratitude and positivity, it's, it's very difficult to get sidetracked in those next, um, whatever, 16 waking hours. You know what I mean? So if, if you're, if you start off that way, your, your, your odds of you having a wonderful day just increase that much. And by doing that day by day, you begin, you begin to form habits that make you into a different person in life. And I, I tell you, um, I'm a big fan of, uh, there's a book, it's called As a Man Thinketh by James mm-hmm. Allen. It was written in the early 1900s. Um, it was, it's the only book. So my wife and I, we only brought one backpack a piece. And I have everything's everything's digital. Um, we've got <laughs> digital everything. But that book is the only book that I brought that's physical. And because I revisit it often, because the, the principles, and, and As a Man Thinketh is a very short read. It's like 46 pages. But um, the principles that are in there, that um, the, the things that we put into our head that we can control, we can control these thoughts. Um, they change your life. And I, I, I'm a strong believer of the thoughts you put in your head, the gratitude you put in your head. Um, it's the way that, that you see, um, you can decide how your life changes in the, in the things that come into your life. You can, I, I absolutely believe that. And anything is possible. We've met enough people now on the road that um, good and bad, you, you decide how, you, how your life is going to become. And, um, if you decide that you want to achieve big things, it's absolutely possible. Um, and I talked about early on, I talked about my life as a kid and the, all the moving I did in the, in the five colleges I went to. And I, I, t- I said that for a reason, because I, I really believe that we can decide how we picture our lives. Um, it would be really easy for me to say, oh, my, my, my upbringing was horrible. I had to go to all these different schools. I had to go to three different high schools. Oh, then when I played basketball, and I'm going to five different colleges. So that was a struggle. But it's, that's not how I see it. I, I see it as an opportunity. I went to three high schools, which meant, to meet, which meant I got to meet three different kinds of kids in high school. And I got to understand how they, how they um, looked at different things and their perspective on life. Then I got to go to five different colleges. Can you imagine? go to five different colleges and still graduate with an MBA by the time I was 24. It's unbelievable, but it's, it's, so it's, it's all a perspective on how, how you see life and, and how you, um, how you interpret your own background, how you, how you really want to look at life every day and decide, is that a negative or am I going to turn this into a learning positive experience? Exactly. I love it. I love the fact that, um, you, you chose to see things in this way, even though, it, like you said, it might have been really easy to to think of uh, your situation as being really hard, and and the fact that you you had so many perspectives, I think it's it's quite amazing. Like, uh, you, <laughs> so my view is as well that you that you were blessed with this. Uh, and I was thinking about my own experience, the fact that I I only went to one high school, one university, one masters, 
um, and I, I did explore quite a lot, but uh, seeing all those perspectives, all those ways of teaching and learning and doing all kinds of things is quite amazing. And um, I wanted to ask you, you, you mentioned that as long as we begin our day with gratitude, this will actually lead to our life being a life of gratitude. How do we begin our day with a grateful heart? I think it's it's um the, the I think for me when you wake up and just uh, I think it's important before you go to sleep to give thanks as well for the day that was um just have your last thoughts before you're going to sleep of of thankful thankfulness and gratitude um and then that first when as soon as you wake up just again um the thought of being able to wake out of to, to be able to wake up and physically um, take on that day ahead of you is um, it's a process it's practice, but you, I think it's important to start that way, whether it's as you're still laying in bed um, or it's a, it's a form of prayer meditation, whatever that is to you, I think it's extremely important, but I think it's, it's something that needs to be practiced every day. And then throughout the day, um, just the small things, it's the, the really tiny things to just give thanks. Um, and I'm not saying like, to thank people that open the door for you and things like that. Those, those are very important and, and do those things. But I'm saying like the, the, the small instances of, man, I'm thankful I got the train on time. I'm thankful. You know what I mean? Just those little mm-hmm. things that if, if you do it often, it becomes, it just becomes a part of you. And if you're, if it goes back to the story with the, with the grandmother and the grandchild, if you're giving thanks, then you're going to see how good life becomes. And that's what people that are around me, often, especially my wife now, because we travel 24 seven together and, um, she's perplexed by, um, how, how the things that I, I, I hope and think will happen become true and happen. And some of that is, um, I'm a big goal setter. I write a lot of things down. I think it's important that you, you write things down and you put things out in the universe and, and you, um, and, and you, um, put your goals and dreams on paper. So uh, not only the process of writing it down is very important, but also the, the visualization and the thinking of it. I think that's extremely important, but as you do that and as you give thanks and as you, as you do these, these small gestures over and over things happen and the world comes together to make things happen for you. I'm, I'm a strong advocate of this and um, she's witnessed it now. So now it's now like we go through things and I'm just like, babe, I told you, I mean, this, this is how things happen for me. Like my entire life, I, I, I can think of these things and they just happen. Um, And uh, I, but I think it's because um, God, they, the, the gratitude that you share with, with um, a higher power, they want the, they want to make things happen for you, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. And that's why, that's why I think it's so important. If, if you go through a life just saying, oh my goodness, this is so horrible. Of course it's going to be horrible. Like why? I mean, if you're not, if, if you're not thankful for the little things you have, why would it, why would a higher power give you anything that's wor- worthy of being thankful for? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's why, um, I just, I just think it's extremely important. I, 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 I think there's a way to go back on how you look at things. Uh, do you know Josh Waitzkin? Have you heard that name? He's no. a, he's a ch- chess prodigy in the United States. They did a movie called searching for Bobby Fisher. That was based on his life. S- essentially he was a ch- chess prodigy by the time he was 11. He was, I think he was a world champ, but now he's an author. He's, he's learned, um, he's like a black belt in, uh, 
um, a martial art. And he's, he's a very talented learner, but he's teaching his child now. Um, he's got a son that's, I think he's around five, but in an interview, I heard him say this, um, about how he teaches his child that whenever it rains, he takes his son outside on purpose. So his son knows that rain is not a bad thing. It's how you look, it's how you look at rain. Cause everybody's like, Oh, it's a rainy day. But he, he's teaching his son that rain's not a bad thing. It's like, if, and so his son, that when they go outside and they dance in the rain, now his son has a thought of rain is a good thing. Me and my dad dance together in the rain. Rain's awesome. So it's this whole thing of like, how, do you, how are you choosing to look at things? And how are you going to go through life and the decisions you make on a daily basis that's going to change the whole perplexity of, of the life that you live? And those are things that I reflect on often. If, if I'm looking at something a certain way, um, how, how is this going to change the course of my life? Look at, try to, try to always find the positive in things because, um, if you start looking negative, then that, that can also snowball and then negativity will follow negativity. Exactly. Yeah. And I believe that the fact that you, um, made so many things happen and you're so powerful when it comes to manifesting things is also because you are open to them. And I think that gratitude has a lot to, to do with being open to the things that the amazing things that are around us. Like even if they are coming to us, if we're not in the, in the right state, they might just go away <laughs> and uh, not actually get to us. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm um, open mind is, is so critical. Um, and it's, uh, it's difficult because I like to I like to be around all types of people, but um, closed-minded individuals are my toughest to handle, um, mm-hmm. and it's it's really hard to be around closed-minded people. But um, but yeah, an open mind is is critical, and I, I've seen it. I've seen the the most successful people that I've been around are extremely open-minded, and um, they'll they'll take in all all types of information and process it. Yeah, they're going to have their own opinion. But at the same time, you've got to have an open mind to be, able to be able to hear all the different points of view and to make your own decisions. Yeah, definitely. And um, when it comes to the people in your life, who are you most grateful for? Like, who would you like to mention? Who made the difference in your life? You know, um, obviously, uh, my, my parents are amazing. And my, um, the, the faith that has been put in me, um, I, I can't. I can't express enough the, the gratitude I have for them, but beyond, beyond my close family and my, my parents, I would say that, um, there was an individual in my church unit. Um, his name is Gary, uh, back in Indianapolis. And, um, it's funny when, now that I've had a chance to be in service, uh, um, kind of in volunteering now for about 10 years or so, um, I've, I grew up in a, in a, we always gave back in different ways, but it, as far as like a structured volunteering process, um, I didn't really do that until I was um, in my early thirties. Um, and it came in the form of uh, my church in Indianapolis. And it was one of those times where um, I thought I was so busy. I, I mean, and that's what's funny is, is life gets so busy, but I think that um, in, in, in my form of, uh, of faith that, uh, with my God, it's, it's like, if I'm busy, then I'm going to, if, if my time is, if I don't have an abundance of time, then I'm going to give more time 
to other people that need it. And then more time will come. It's funny how that works. Like if, if, uh, if you think that you're busy, then give, give time to somebody else and you're going to get more time in your schedule. It just happens. And so that's what I did. I, I knew I was really busy, but I felt like there was a calling for me to give back time to, to, um, there's this, there's a, um, an underprivileged group on the near West side where we live. And, um, I did that. I prayed about it. And sure enough at church, um, there was a, uh, an invitation for invitation for new volunteers. And I met Gary, um, who's, uh, he's in his seventies and he, uh, he brought me into his world of volunteering and just the, the unselfishness and the, the amount of time he dedicates and the, uh, just, just the, he does it for no other reason than just to make these young kids lives better. And it just doesn't stop with these kids. He's, he's in many volunteer groups, but in our focus group, it was, it was for these, these kids on the, uh, in this, in this rough neighborhood, but just to watch him, um, week after week, month after month. And for years, um, that I ended up becoming kind of his, uh, his understudy, um, in this group. And it was just, it's amazing just to see that. And so I'm, I'm very, I'm very thankful to have him introduced in my life at a young time because me and him have different, had different conversations that he, he had the opportunity to get exposed in this group later in his, after his, um, towards the end of his career, his professional career, where I had an opportunity to get introduced to it earlier, uh, than, than most, I guess, people that are volunteering. Cause a lot of the gentlemen that I, I volunteer with are in their, they're in their fifties and sixties. So, um, it was great for me to get, get this opportunity in my thirties and to get this exposure and then, then, um, be able to share my message with other people. And then we did like backpack drives and different types of, of ways that raise money and, and awareness. So, uh, I'm extremely aware, of, uh, extremely grateful for Gary. He knows how much I love him and, and I think about him and, um, everything he's brought in my life. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's somebody that, that uh, I'm extremely grateful for. Wonderful, wonderful. I think people are something that we are always grateful for most and uh, more than any kind of object or anything. And also you you say that um, experiences over things, this is... uh, what's most important and experiences without other people are are just not that juicy not that fun right yeah absolutely and um yeah i, I think that, yeah you were saying no yeah it's it's uh yeah that's our model on on passport joy is the idea of experiences over things and it's kind of as how my wife and i have lived so we're uh, we we know we're we're fortunate and blessed to um to be on this path that we're on and to live this journey that we're living. And we were fortunate that we had the careers that we had um, financially. Uh, my wife has her doctorate so in, in, um, cl- in pharmacy. So she was a clinical pharmacist in the States. So we had these amazing lives um, and we know we're fortunate that, but at the same time we attempted, we, we, we lived uh, kind of a minimal lifestyle. Um, we, we had, we lived in the same condo for um, 14 years. Um, we, we drove, I guess, substandard cars for a very long time based on our profession and our income. Um, so our whole mentality was kind of um, buy less things and then, but experience um, life fuller, if that makes sense. Go on trips, see new people, um, be able to, to, um, to, to go on the trips that I described earlier, to do these things. And in the, in the end, we saved our money so we can take this time off and 
um, to kind of pause our careers and do these things because those are, to me, those are things that are more valuable or the most valuable um, that you can take away from life uh, rather than having uh, a bigger car, uh, I'm sorry, a, a fancy car, or a bigger home and stuff like that. So that's, that's, that's where that model comes from. And, and we try to, rep, uh, that's the, the, how we try to go through our life is, is valuing experience over the things because um, it's real easy to get caught up in all the things that uh, people, things that people have and, and the, uh, uh, the niceties of, of life. But at the end of the day, you're never going to be able to outbuy anybody. You just can't do it. It's impossible. There's too much wealth in the world. Just go, just go on Instagram and <laughs> you see all the things that people have. You're not going to be able to ever to be able to, to beat, to beat out the, the, as in this in America, um, live up to with the Joneses or whatever. It's just not possible, but you can have the greatest life that you decide to have. Um, and that's what we decided to do is we wanted to, um, create the, um, a, a life of experiences that we could, um, that we could be happy about and really enjoy. And, um, it's not that we're going to stay on the road forever. We're going to go home and we're going to pick up our lives where it left off. But, um, this pause that we did is, is really helping us tap into creativity, tap into different things. And, and at the end of the day, um, create a chapter in our lives. That's, that's been extremely memorable. Yeah. And it's, uh, quite an inspiration for, for other people. And I'm sure that, uh, I am inspired and I'm sure that a lot of our listeners are and will be inspired by your story and they might get an idea of doing something very similar. And uh, I believe that that can be very enriching. But uh, we are almost at the end of our time together. And I wanted to ask you, where can our audience find you? Where can our audience get in touch and see what you're doing and where you're going into the, in the world? Yeah, the, the easiest way is to go to Passport Joy just as it sounds.com passportjoy.com. And there, there you'll find our, our blog where we share our stories and we have travel tips and tools and um, you'll find ways to connect with uh, my wife and I on Instagram and LinkedIn and uh, the other places socially that we're, that we are. And, um, and then we, we just attempt to share our story. We, we, we recently started a podcast where we um, put some of the things on, um, on audio as well. So uh, people can hear our story as we, we go to different places, um, Hong Kong, Vietnam, South Africa, some of the places that we talked about. And uh, yeah, that's, that's the best place for it. Awesome. Sounds like a lot of fun. Thank you so much for being here with us, for sharing your story and for sharing all, all of these uh, nuggets of wisdom about gratitude. Thank Absolutely. you so much. Thank you very much. I, you, what you're doing is something I believe in strongly, and uh, I appreciate you getting the word out. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our weekly podcast. Help us reach our goal of inspiring 100,000 people by sharing this podcast with your loved ones, with your Facebook friends. And if you loved this episode, please write a review on iTunes.